something is trying to get inside my body, and you want to sleep with me. We can't go to camp without our physicals now, can we? La plume de ma tante. I take great relish in savoring each separate horror. I roll them over on my tongue. Don't, Lord Byron. Don't remind me of it tonight. Sometimes I have wondered whether life wouldn't be much more amusing if we were all devils. But you are, Blanche. You are in that chair. Welcome to Screaming Queens, the horror podcast of the Queer Eye View. You are joining us for our second in our special Christmas episode. My name is Jonathan Larkin. My name is Martin Penity. I'm Jonathan Butler. And I'm Stephen Watt. In the last episode, we talked about Black Christmas, slasher prototype Christmas horror from 1974. Jump forward 10 years, add lots and lots and lots of women's breasts. <laughs> but there's still a serial killer called Billy. Maybe that's him. Oh no, he was already been. Yeah, and you have Silent Night, Deathly Night. Slash is well and truly in its prime though. It knows what it's doing. Yeah, so yeah, Black Christmas was kind of slasher movies finding the feet and finding the groove, I think, and Mm. working out what they were. Whereas now, 1984, so this was actually released the same weekend as A Nightmare on Elm Street. Silent Night, Deathly Night. And it was more successful. It, It has a higher box office gross Nightmare on Elm Street on its opening weekend. However, because of the um, the advertising campaign was for Christmas with an axe, mm-hmm. so the Middle America Bible Belt people got on got on the high horse. Parents picketed cinemas, yeah, yeah, and it was like really controversial, and it was pulled. Mm-hmm. One, film, to, yeah. one film critic said. What next? The Easter Bunny is a child molester. Yeah, that's what I think. Which I want to see. You want to say yes? (laughs) (laughs) For a horror film, yes. One and Siskel Siskel and Ebert, really famous film critics, they read out the credits of the film and after every name they said shame, shame, shame. shame." I read that. That's the campus thing ever. (laughs) It reminds me of a... Game of Thrones. I don't know. Yeah, with the little with the bell. bell. It's like shame. With the bell of shame in front of them all. The bell of shame. You've got to finish this episode with a clip from the 1970s song. Shame, 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 shame. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Fantasy, shame, shame. <laughs> Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. So from the opening, this film is just hilarious. It's mm. like the the opening credits, like brown big scary music, sound and then it splashed across the screen, and then you've got little Billy, who's like a little boy going to visit his mad granddad in a mental home on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, with his parents and his little brother, <laughs> and they leave Billy alone with the granddad, and the granddad basically takes this like real glee and terrifying yeah. life yeah. out of Billy. Mm. 
was it's meant to be catatonic and didn't yeah. speak, and yeah. all of a sudden you, just, you realise he's not catatonic. <laughs> he's just a horrible bastard. Yeah. It's horrible. Christmas <laughs> Eve is the scariest damn night of the year, he yeah. says to Billy. Although that room he's sitting in is the most depressing fucking thing I've ever seen. It's meant to be like a like a communal area, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. In a mental yeah. hospital. Yeah. And it's like really depressing, like one depressing fucking decoration on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not going to cheer you up. No, it's going to get us joy from sunburn. It's obviously terrifying little kids. Yeah, well, we've all been there. Scared, ain't you? Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night of the year. Santa Claus only brings presents to them that's been good all year. All the other ones, all the naughty ones, he punishes. So, um, and then on his way, so that, so then Billy's terrified by the granddad, and then on their way home, they sort of come across a um, a robber, an armed robber dressed as Father Christmas. Who is this? Even him, it's just like the whole film's got this vile, like bad Santa type humor mm. about it, where yeah. he's just hor- horrible person who kills people. Yeah. Because um, he holds up a gas station before, doesn't he? Yeah, and shoots and the just guy. shoots the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On Christmas Eve. And then says, Merry fucking Christmas. $31, Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and then, so then he pulls Billy and Billy and his family over, um, pretending that he needs help with his car. They realise he's a robber. They try to drive away and he then kills Billy's parents. He shoots Billy's dad and... Tries to rape his mum. Tries to rape his mum. Rips the top open so it tits her out and cuts her throat in front yeah. of Billy. Um, and then Billy is sent to an orphanage where he's raised by a masochistic mother superior nun who fucks him up royally mm-hmm. and grows up to be a really hot serial killer. Yeah. I like the fact that they just don't even waste any time with... Like making us wonder who this serial killer is going to be. It's like, oh, he's going to kill people. Yeah. It's just when, like, when's it going to start? Yeah. I love when he's a, when he's a little boy in the orphanage and he's forced to sit on Santa's knee <laughs> by the bus superior and he really packs a punch. He chins him. No little boy has ever punched anybody so hard in all their yeah. lives. I like, his, uh, I like his his Christmas drawer. That he does for class. Yes. <laughs> I love his gruesome Christmas drawing. I love the gruesome Christmas drawing. And what I love more is the camp little girl who says, Sister, look! <laughs> <laughs> points to the drawing. Yeah. Oh, she makes me think nun, of you, Martin. Because the nun... Yeah. <laughs> because the nun teacher isn't interested enough in what the kids are doing to actually look at the picture yeah. before it's put up. No. Oh. <laughs> I love that um, there's a lot of bad kids acting at the start yeah. of this film. Awful. Apart from that little girl who is amazing. <laughs> and at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I like that um when the mother's various because she's just an absolute bitch. And the main problem with this film is that she doesn't get a comeuppance. Yeah, I thought yeah. she was going to. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed in that. But I love when she goes to the other one who tries to pipe up and say we should look after them or something. And she goes, I'm not interested in what you think. I thought you would need that by now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. She's great, and then when she catches the nun having sex with the young lads, and like punishes yeah. them with the belt, like whips them with the belt. Yeah, I was thinking that that might not really slow me down. I might just. <laughs> 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 it might be like some elongated fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 harder. No milk freezing. Yeah. And then she pulls Billy aside because he sees the people yeah. having sex. Oh, yeah, it's the sex noises, doesn't it? Yeah. And you get the shot of his little eye the people. And then she, well, the spirit pulls on the side and says, punishment is good. Mm. Bad people get punished. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the granddad talks about punishment as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Father Christmas, well, Santa Claus punishes bad kids. And yeah. like, when, during that sex scene, like, there's a lot of nipple and ass play going on, which is always fun anyway. But then, like, when he sees the girl's nipples getting played with, he gets a flashback of his dead mum's nipples. And yeah. Yeah. Well, that's memories yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's quite good actually that at the opening bit I think it's quite good of showing his uh, association mm. when it comes to sex yeah. death and punishment yeah Father Christmas it's Father <laughs> Christmas it's lining up all of those components isn't it that, that go to create the perfect serial killer uh, so then we go from that to um, Billy haunted by nightmares trying to escape his room and so the mother superior ties him down um, and then we have the Santa punch yeah and he's basically punished over and over again. Poor Billy, you do feel really bad for him. Yeah. 
But then we cut straight to grown up Billy, who um I love how the camera pans up and like yeah. like he's a like he's a female character, the, like yeah sexy um Aryan kind of blonde. It's played for Jews, but like I understand the joke of oh he couldn't be a little boy, he couldn't help out with flips in the yeah. boxes, and then he pan up and he's all this muscle turned. But then that shopkeeper was a little bit too into it. Yeah. Like, he was a bit like, oh, yeah. yeah. He was doing what I was doing when I was with you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Santa delivered me a package. Yeah. My note was, Billy, oh my. <laughs> he just looks like a gay porn star from the 80s. Yeah, he's very wholesome. Yeah. Milk drinking. Yeah. Muscle <laughs> boy. <laughs> he really is. Right, so the actor's called Robert Brian Nelson. And um, what I love about that as well is um, they go inside this... AC's montage of how lovely yeah, Billy is. We were talking about that then. It's just it can't be an eighties film if it hasn't got a montage. And this montage is him like moving boxes. Yeah. And helping little girls yeah, to make yeah. Yeah. Billy can lift anything. Boxes to little girls. <laughs> but he never has a drink. He no. turns down the offer of alcohol as well in that montage. Mm. Well he's only eighteen, isn't he? It's illegal. Twenty one in America, isn't it? Oh, that's true, yeah. At heart he's a good boy. He's yeah, he's a good boy. Doesn't want to get Whacked with a belt again, does he? No, that's true. Um, so it's this big blonde Adonis, and then we also, then we quite quickly go to his first sex dream with a long, lingering close up of his hairy ass crack. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> long, lingering close ups is a lot of them. <laughs> and that really worked for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it was very objective, objectifying of people, but it didn't really care who it was objectifying. There was a lot of male yeah. and female objectification going on. I mean, it was okay with it. I think I'm bored with that. Equality. Equality. When we were watching it before, I had one of my biggest nerd moments yet. I, well, I spotted something. There's a cruel board game on the shelf. Uh, you're big, you're big nerd. I'm sorry, you've just, you've just. Pistol of my nerd chips. Yeah, I used to love cruel when I was when I was a kid. But, it, but it's prominently displayed on the shelf, isn't it? You see cruel with the. Yeah. Like, I have no idea what's going. I I think everyone who's alive in the 80s saw cruel at some point, didn't they? I, yeah, I think I've seen it when I was. I can't really remember, yeah. but I know it. It's like a weird medieval aliens. Yeah. Crossover. It's yeah. A, oh, fabulous. 80s film, yeah. yeah. But um, now my nerd moment was that I noticed that Mrs. Randall, who was the uh, the shopkeeper in the toy shop, was the paramedic in Halloween 4. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're level pair, Gengar. Yeah, yeah, my husband looked at me and says, I can't believe you know that. Actually, yeah, I can't believe that you know that. Even the good nun kind of misses a beat in this one, though, because you obviously have the mother superior who's just straight up evil but then the other one's meant to be the nice clever one Sister Margaret yeah but she still sends him to work in a toy shop like did she not think this why would she do that yeah Yeah. she knew exactly where oh I know it's going to be Christmas yeah September Mm. nothing can go wrong (laughs) 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 he's working in a toy shop it's got ages until Christmas maybe she's just not very forward thinking yeah Yeah. maybe she just lives in the moment (laughs) she's an adventurous now she's She's an adventurous (laughs) now Yeah, she was next in line to have sex with that young man. So one of the things I was surprised by uh, that took me by really to take me by surprise was that Pamela the love interest died like, really quickly. Yeah, I thought she was going to be like his um, savior. Yeah, mm. he rescues her. He stops her being raped and then just kills her anyway. Yeah. Oh no no, he rescues her being raped and then she flips on him for yeah. like yeah. what are you doing? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I know he took it a little bit far, but he did just save you from getting raped. Love, I yeah. think I'd be a little bit grateful. Yeah. yeah, a little bit more understanding. I was a bit, conf- I was confused by that. I have to say, and I wondered if, was, was she getting raped? But she was thinking, well, if I just give it up to him, what would he give me? Because he's the boss of the shop. I don't know. Yeah, I made a note. Saves her from a rape, and she calls him all bastards. Yeah. So he then stabs her with a samurai knife. Yeah, yeah, box cutters. I did notice that everyone, every woman in this kind of has like um, a carry on bra, you know, like where they just pop off like, <laughs> yeah. completely. Yeah. Nobody has a proper bra. Yeah. I did, I did like the manager's line when it's closed on Christmas, when they finish, and yes. closed on Christmas Eve. It's closed, it's time to get shit faced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that, yeah. It's very untrue though, because then you have to go back and box in there. Mm. But in the, 80s, in, the 80s. in the 80s, you probably didn't. Yeah, true. 
There was and there's a petition online for bands, so please sign it. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen would like to have Box and David Family. Yeah. There was no, one. True, yeah. There was a scene, and I just I didn't get what was happening. He's wearing like a weird Jedi robe. It looks like a cross between Jedi robe and some scrubs. Oh, but he's yeah. working in the back. It's and like like, a tabard. What, what the yeah. fuck's he wearing? Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. Very strange. I loved a bit with it. So then he. Um, if it wasn't bad enough that he's working in a toy shop over Christmas, they ask him to be Santa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try not to scare the little bastards. Yeah, <laughs> and that little girl on his knee. I love the cutaways. So the more he's great with children. He's a guy who loves that. He's so good with children. <laughs> and he's saying to her, "You'll be punished." <laughs> don't was it? I don't bring don't bring presents to naughty kids. Do you have any idea what you're doing? You're being naughty. My aunt's Santa's lap. I don't bring toys to naughty children. I punish them severely. That's right. He's great, isn't he? Seven o'clock. It's over. Time to get shit faced. Is anyone else? I saw. I watched this on Netflix. And um, those scenes, there was like a weird dip in quality. Yeah. You know, I like think... when um, which find a general the scenes yeah. that were cut out. It was like. The quality yeah. just went. Whoop, I think I think all of those scenes were cut originally. Ah, uh, and these people back in because um, that makes sense actually. I think when I was looking into the the controversy when it first came out, I think um they did re-release it really heavily cut. Ah, uh, that makes sense. I think, so I think that's that all of those scenes. Be, yeah. Basically, all of the interesting scenes, like, put back all in. of the blows and everything, was gone. Mm. It, it, it's like I just kind of understand where the backlash came from because the marketing it was very happy Christmas <laughs> and. Everything in it is Christmas, like the murders are Christmas, getting strangled, Christmas lights and everything. Yeah. It was, it does take a giant shit on Christmas. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> That's what Christmas is there for. Hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't I really see that as being controversial because, no. like, it's just controversy for controversy's sake. Yeah. Because you're desecrating anything by doing horror. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, obviously, I'm completely forward. Of course. But I it's just like, that's bizarre. When I was reading about the controversy and watching the film, I was a bit like, is this the same thing? Was all that kick off over this that I'm watching? You know, I, I didn't understand why is this it, film of all it's films. Fun. It's just a fun, daft horror film, isn't it? I don't yeah, understand why. It's not like it's marketed at seven or eight year olds. No. <laughs> no. So it's, it, it's just very strange. Yeah. But apparently, even um, the lad, Brian Thingy, who played Billy, washed his hands of it. He was ashamed of it. He tells his family and friends not to watch it. <laughs> it's a great film. Yeah. Well, family and friends, go back and watch it because it's yeah. great. It's great. Yeah. But he was only ashamed because of the controversy. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah. he was that kind of da- damaged by the backlash. Oh. Basically, poor guy. I'd like to look after him. Give him a hug. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, my overriding note for this film is so many tits. I read tits, 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 tits. So many tits. Linnea Quigley, who's like 80s... Mm. Tissy Scream Queen du jour, isn't she? Where she's having she plays Denise and they're having sex on the pool table that yes. the little girl's upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. And then she gets impaled on the On the uh, the deer, isn't the it? Deer's the deer's head on the, the antlers. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> Just before that scene the there's the bow and arrow kill. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't understand why there was a real bow and arrow in, in the, the shop. In the shop. <laughs> like I know we're in America, but like yeah. Why would you have a real bow and arrow next to toys bow and arrows? Next to the GI Joes. It's it's definitely American. Mm. Yeah. Because that would not happen. I loved um I loved so the, there was the impalements and my notice he could impale me any day. And then um <laughs> just when, he go, when she goes to the door to let the cat in and then he just comes running out and goes, Punish! Yeah. <laughs> I like the fact that she opens the door with the tits out. I know. But then my notice is um when he goes up to to explore, I've got no fear. He's putting a shirt on. She bent out and opened the door with the tits yeah. out. Yeah. And then underneath, oh, it gets ripped off. It's mine. It's <laughs> off again, yeah. Because yeah. doesn't, uh, what is it? He says, if you don't go back to bed, Santa will come. And then his response is, he's not the only one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classy. Yeah. Classy. Oh, Two balls in the corner pocket. I don't, I don't even remember. I don't understand what he meant by that. Maybe it's dirty. Maybe he's got... Maybe he's got to stick his balls in. I don't know. His balls deep. What? I don't know. Maybe he's got like a pool based fetish where he puts his balls in the pocket. <laughs> and she has to rub them in the air. 
Yeah, that's why I was on the pool table. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You should have got the pink or the brown. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You did take two balls, so... Yeah. Yeah. I can get the stain on that, though. Don't shut us, I think. Oh, God. So, um, I loved, towards the end, when we see the kids with the mother's period, they're all getting the, the, the toys for Christmas. Does anyone else notice the Miss Piggy flying through the air? <laughs> One of the kids has got like a Miss Piggy doll and it's just like bouncing across all the kids. <laughs> so look out for that. You would be disappointed uh, if what you got for Christmas was a bloody Stanley knife. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. I get a child. <laughs> <laughs> I get onto you this murdering weapon. Yeah. <laughs> My favourite was the police mix up as well with the accidentally shoot father. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That was amazing. And he didn't turn around because he was deaf. Oh, he just shot yeah, a deaf boy. priest on Christmas Day. Great. You can't make stuff like that up. It's just yeah. Really it's amazing. That, my note for that was just amazing. Yeah. Was and the priest is five foot tall, and yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, Billy's like six foot seven or something, isn't he? Um, I like the fact that he takes his time to chop off the snowman's head as well. Yes. Yeah. So it's just there's so many great moments in this. That's really. Oh, so he kills the bullies. Yeah. Before the just the like, Yeah. Well, it's like so I was. Billy's misunderstood. Yeah. 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 He's, He's fighting for justice, really. Yeah. It's like, why are these adults robbing children? It's like, <laughs> these are two adults. Yeah, but I think they were meant to be <laughs> children, yeah. but they were like 36. Yeah. They were meant to be 16 or 15 yeah. and they were like 20 years old. That yeah. sled was chop off. Was yeah, great. that was a great scene. Yeah. Brilliant. Just the way he jumps well out from behind it. <laughs> he jumps <laughs> out ready to chop from behind <laughs> the bush. <laughs> Just air punish. Punish! 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 And then the head rolls down a bit after it's down the hill. <laughs> it's it is brilliant. I love the fact that the kids not only see one Santa get shot dead in front of them, but they get two. It's <laughs> double the Santa killings. Every one of them are little mini guys <laughs> to grow up. Well, they do kind of hinder that at the end of the day. But it's brother. up so, and you see the... Oh, it's the brother, yeah. yeah. Worst orphanage ever. Yeah. And there's no comfort for the kids to just get inside. Right, I know what we'll do. Let's sing Christmas carols. <laughs> <laughs> just to rub salt on the wound after all the Christmas being called twice. <laughs> in fact, the most superior, I've written down, the most superior sense to the kids, stop moping. <laughs> 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 I, I just wish he'd kill her because it just it was the one bit I would have really liked a really gratifying yeah I would have liked mother that. superior murder yeah, <laughs> yeah. there probably are some people I was thinking there probably are some people who are that pissed off with Christmas that they just feel like killing people with an yeah. I imagine people who work in shops. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love all my axes away around Christmas. <laughs> yeah, God, you must get tempted. Mm-hmm. Like I'm fucking sick of listening to fucking wish it could be Christmas you know, every day. All I want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas, Christmas is actually, no, is not to hear that song ever again. Did you watch that video? I did. Mariah Carey, her live. It's amazing. Rendition. It's, it's amazing. incredible. It's on YouTube, guys. Do you know what I was actually thinking of doing? You know that there's a, there's a certain moment in it. It's at three minutes and thirty seconds in. <laughs> and she tries to do the high notes, and it sounds a little bit like a dog at the Yulin Festival being boiled, <laughs> crossed with like a car wheel screeching around the corner. It's she tries to do this this high pitch, but it cracks. The voice cracks. And I was thinking of just dropping that sound throughout this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, like, just a surprise. People every 10 minutes to make sure the players... Let's just add it into the introduction. Punish, <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> and then that straight <laughs> after <Mariah. laughs> It's such a disturbing sound, and that is Mariah Carey's true voice. Mm. Punish! 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 So that's tits, tits, axes, Stanley knives, orphans, and nuns. Perfect. Punishment. And punish. 
And hunky serial killers. Hunky serial killers. I think mm. out of all of the serial killers, he could be the hottest. Yeah. Yeah. He is pretty high up on my list. He's the hottest one this year. Yeah. If you like serial killers to look like all American eighties boy next door types, then Saturday Night Deadly Nights is the one for you. I get why this is cultural. It definitely yeah. deserves that status. I'm I'm looking forward to watching it again. It's got that kind of yeah sense of humor as yeah. well. Hasn't yeah. It? It's got that you can watch it again. Like probably next Christmas, I'll probably I'll. The usual Christmas films I watch and then I'll put this on as well. Yeah. yeah. And it's only like an hour and 20 minutes yeah. long. Yeah. So it's just a really easy, easy yeah. watch. It's, yeah. It's a hoot. It's an absolute hoot. So we jump forward then from um, in 1984 to when was Campus? Last year, 2015. 2015. 2015. So it's a big side, Jonathan. 31 years. 31 years, yeah. Wow. Wow. There have been some horror Christmas horrors in between, by the way, guys. Um, but we thought we can we only want to talk about three. But there's more out there. I still haven't seen Rare Export. It's good. I really like it. Maybe I'll watch that this year. I think we probably should have watched that instead of Krampus. <laughs> it's but a spoiler. I have always wanted to see Krampus. <laughs> so I like it. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle bells. Merry Christmas! Looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here. This is delicious, honey. A little dry. Well, mine's delicious. Mine's dry. Do you want to trade? It's the It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. With those holiday greetings and survive Christmas with 12 people stuck in a house with no heat and no electricity. Or food. There's plenty of leftovers, Howard. Beer it is. It's the weirdest thing. There's no cars, no people. How long can this keep up? We heard something on the roof. What the hell is this? St. Nicholas is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Those are hooves. Elk or a goat? What kind of goat walks on its hind legs? His name is Krampus. So Krampus is the story of a family gathering for Christmas. And obviously, it's a very modern day family and everyone does not like each other. It's a little bit animosity mm. with the, um, the aunt who shows up and everything. It's great. And then there's obviously one little kid who still believes a little bit in Santa, even though he knows it's not really kind of believes in Santa. And then even he begins to give up hope and has a Swedish grandmother has warned him something dark comes their way. And we have Krampus, which is a really old folklore. Yeah, it's mm. like Germany. No, we... What is she? Is she Swedish or Norwegian or? I thought she was Norwegian. It's meant German. Oh, German. It's a German folk. Oh, it's I German it folklore. Ah. It's like Krampus is like the antithesis of Saint Nicholas. Yeah, Hi. and it's crazy. It's kind of a great little. I actually, I know it's actually been done before, but I've never heard of it until this film. It's actually a real. It's a. It's a. It's a real folk, folk tale, yeah. and I think there's something. Matt, my boyfriend was saying there's something similar. There's a sim- similar it's, story in Spain as well. Yeah, there's a few mm. different, like, kind of anti-Christmas mm. spirits. I suppose when something that happy, you've got to have something <laughs> evil as well. To kind of and, you want, you, and you want some motivation for kids to be good as well. Yeah, so, that's true. You've got to threaten them with something. Isn't the thing in Spain where you leave, don't you leave shoes on the window or something? And you get presents left in your shoes. Oh, really? I'm sure that's uh, when I was... Instead of stockings. Yeah, you leave your shoes on the windowsill and, like, Father Christmas puts them in there or... Or oh, Krampus does shit. Whichever. Really it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't get many presents. You're really naughty. You're really naughty. Yeah, so you don't deserve yeah, any yeah. presents. Okay. You've been that naughty this year. Will I be punished? Yes. Punished. <laughs> By Billy. By Billy. <laughs> Billy's coming to punish you. He's coming to impale you. Um, yeah, and then it just goes a bit batshit crazy. And I think it's gloriously batshit crazy. This is not a a good horror film. I will say that. You don't think it's a good horror film? I think it's a good film. Okay. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't. 
it doesn't really feel like a horror film to me. It doesn't really commit to being a horror film. I don't think. I didn't know much about it really until, well, obviously until I watched it, and I think the impression I got from the trailer was that it was going to be sort of a bit of a safe sort of horror film, but it's it like was going to be more horror. PG thirteen. Yeah, mm. and I didn't realise it was going to be the sort of film that it that yeah. it was. It is more comedy. Mm. And I do read that irritates me when trailers don't actually. Mm. I don't want them to give away the story because they do that too much as well. But it irritates me when they set up a film being something very different than yeah, what it is. Not. Yeah, because I didn't know what it was going to be either until I saw it. I got a definitely a very different vibe from the trailer. It feels almost like a National Lampoon's Christmas ripoff. The first yes, half, it. the first yeah. twenty minutes, half an hour. It's like I, that's, I thought it reminded me of something. That's what yeah. it is. Because you've got like the, the knobhead's cousin who turns up and he's on invited, and it's like that's just that's very yeah, Randy Quaid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Michael Doherty who does this one who did Trick or Treat. Same director? Yeah, oh, and okay. some of the craziness kind of fits, but then not the quality. I like what I did like about the, the first bit was that it, it does evoke a real family Christmas because yeah. everyone fucking hates each other. You know, everyone's getting on each other's nerves. Um, you've got all of those rivalries coming out and all that kind of stuff. There's that, that stress, the Christmas stress of, of a mother trying to make sure everything's fine. She can't please anyone. Yeah. Uh, I thought they got that really right. Um, yeah. Usually I think anything with Tony Collette in yeah. is, a, is a win. It, start, it started. She's really good. It started well. It just didn't really go anywhere. And the class tensions as well for the different parts yes. of the family. So yeah. you've got like the... You know, the middle class well-to-do family and the working class family come in and there's just complete tensions of you know, the, them looking down on the macaroni and cheese being broke yeah. for, the, like, the, for yeah. the meal and her just like being completely neurotic and the amount of Tony Collette being completely neurotic about all this artisan food yeah. that she's cooking and all the bacon and everything and that was really that was done really really well yeah I like the daughter Beth she reminds me of Darlene from Roseanne yeah, yeah. Um, but much like a lot of this film, she it felt like she started stuff well, and then it just uh, it plateaus. Like yeah. it was like yeah. really shame. And then she she spoiler she she gets like snatched really early on. I thought mm-hmm. she was going to be one of the heroes. Oh, no. She was underused. And um, she had these really great passive aggressive lines. Yeah, hmm. yeah. She had lots of promise, and then but then I really hated it. In the scene with around the dinner table, I thought the scene around the dinner table where they find Max's letter to Santa mm. is was really good. It was a nice little device to sort of bring out all of the scenes. It was evil. All of the it brought out everyone's story, didn't mm. it? But was but had an emotional impact as well. But what I hated was Beth didn't defend her little brother. Yeah, I wanted to grab her and shake her for not for yeah, that, to his dad had never defended her. Yeah, and he blatantly heard the letter getting read out. Um, yeah. Really our family secrets getting read out to everyone I found that really strange I thought that that was like badly written really. I, yeah I think if anybody would have stepped up it's in reality it would have been her yeah and it, the story could have still panned out the way it did yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. I loved it in the line of when he goes screw you my dad doesn't want us to be boys oh. <laughs> it is great yeah. and it is obviously what they're set up to be mm-hmm. they've even got boys names haven't Jordan Jordan and Stevie yeah yeah so they're both they're both tomboyish girls yeah. who have been brought up by the dad who really wanted boys, um, and he's trying to turn them. I love the little kid actor as well. Who, um, the kind of chubby one that just doesn't say anything. <laughs> he just breathes. Augustus Blue, who looks like some yeah. chubby. I love him. I yeah. he was great. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that kid was just a bit. There are some, some, to some really good well. lines. There's some good lines at the starting. Uh, Auntie Dorothy has some of the better lines. Yeah, the, where's the nog? I need to get Mary. Yeah. Like, that is the Christmas yeah. attitude a lot of people go for. It's like, fuck this. Yeah, I'll I'll looks like Marv Stewart's threw up in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's great. Conchita, Conchata Pharrell. Yeah. She was in Ebbets and and um, True Romance. And Buffy, she was in Buffy as well. But yeah, she was one of the highlights. And yeah, she, definitely. The fact that she was drunk throughout as well. She was a bit like Mrs. And Manuel. she gets the kids drunk as well, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah. I, did, I, I liked a lot of the horror stuff. I thought the kid, I thought the bit where um the family, after the power cut, the family sat on the fireplace and they, they first hear someone on the roof. Mm-hmm. I thought that was creepy. I thought that was really well done. I just think... And the little gingerbread bag. I think it's great. I think it's so fun. Like, a lot of the things they do. And... But it's just not scary. It's just fun and insane. Like, I like the fact that it's gingerbreads, men are like going to kill people and stuff, and the way it's done is all hilarious, but it's and not scary. 
I wish it had been darker. I mean, yeah, it could yeah. have still been funny. Um, but actually, it just could have been yeah. darker. I don't, I, for me, like the gingerbread man and like the toys getting people, that does, it didn't really work for me. I didn't think... Oh, see, I liked it. No. It took me back to the 80s. It made me think of Dolls. Do you remember the film well, Dolls? Yeah, or like Puppet Master or something Puppet like that. Master. Yeah. And I really liked the one thing that I really liked, I said to you, didn't I, with the... Um, I thought the giant jack-in-the-box yes, turned into right. a snake and I was slowly digesting With the shoulder. dislocating jaw, I think. I thought mm. that was really, uh, yeah. really macabre. I really yeah. liked the design of that. Yeah, that was a great design. That one was my favourite. I did like all those toys. I just thought sometimes it just didn't go quite far enough in its dark. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. it didn't. And, and, I, I, and I loved the twist at the end of the, um, of the elves. Yeah. And like the elves went fun, fun and... I mean, nice hide, at all. Behind the, the um, snowmen as well. Mm, yeah. With the little red eyes flashing. I thought that was really good. So there, were, there, were, there was a lot of bounces I liked. <laughs> the animated bit was good. That was clever. I liked yeah. the animated bit. Yeah, the yeah. Tim Burton section. Which is yeah. obviously why Stephen yeah. really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was just straight up to there. But it was really clever and animation. It was stop motion, but then there was like paper cutouts. Cutouts, yeah. kind of, you know? Mm. Like kind of Chinese cinema, kind of. It was a great um, way of, Chinese puppet. It was a great way of doing, of telling that story and mm. doing that flashback. Yeah. Although, I think they do that same thing in the Harry Potter films, where they do a flashback storytelling, and it goes into that very really? similar style. So I think yeah. they went to copy that. I've never watched Harry Potter. I've never watched the first. I've seen the, fair, seen the first film, that's it. Yeah, it's not for me, Harry Potter. Okay, <laughs> I think it's quite a derivative film anyway. I think it takes a lot all of its ideas from other films that are all better at, mm. at that. So there's a bit that, there's it's, bits of it like Home Alone. Yeah. Mm. Bits of it like you just said like stylistically like Harry Potter. National Lampoon. National Lampoon's a bit of Tim Burton in there, but like the eighties dolls vibe. Yeah. Everything felt like it was all, nothing was particularly original. It was too safe. It was too safe, and mm. I think I think that one of my issues with it was that nothing ever reached its full potential in it. No, I, yeah. I made a note, it was like four to five minutes, and nothing really happened, mm. and then like an hour in, before anything has happened. It's only on for an hour and 40 minutes, you've yeah. got most of the film, and nothing yeah. really happened yet. Yeah. So I think it had like lots of good it had ideas. ideas but, they couldn't. but I think that's probably because of the rating. I think they, yeah. probably, they were probably really restricted yeah. to what, what they could actually get away with doing. Yeah, it's, it's a shame because it's, it's kind of, it's hampered the film really because of, it's, you know, we've got good concepts, it's, you know, there's obviously a lot of money behind it. Yeah. But it just, it just doesn't work, I don't think. Do you think if it had work. been made in a different time, it would have been less safe? Yeah, it was For made. the same rating. Well, I think it would have played played more close to the wind to sort of you to sort of make it a bit more edgy. For... I think if it had a less of a budget, it probably would have been better. If it was more independent, yeah. Yeah, because I think it had too much of a Hollywood sheen on it. Universal, isn't it? Yeah, Universal. Yeah. So you, get the, you get the Frozen Universal logo yeah. to start it, yeah, which is Christmas. Yeah. I do really like it because it's got Adam Scott in it as well from Parks and Rex. And yeah. I have such a crush on him. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> oh. So I, was, I just like watching him on the TV. Yeah. I liked Krampus's tongue, big long black tongue. Oh, yeah. And I made the note that what Martin says when we were watching it was that he said, "Well, this on his face." The design of Krampus was really good. I just yeah, thought nice. it took too long because the film's called Krampus, so you'd yeah. expect it to be about him. Yeah. You get the little bit of him to start when he's stalking the kids, and you think, "Okay, this is going somewhere," mm. and then he doesn't appear again for like another hour, and yeah. it's like. And he didn't use them in a scary way. No. Because that was my biggest problem. I could have forgiven all the jokey scares and stuff like that. If then when Krampus showed up, he was actually like badass, terrifying. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. then I would have been invested in like, this is just a setup. Felt to me like, I, I don't know if this is the case, but it felt to me like you wanted to make a film with like a higher concept, but then the studio have gone, this is costing too much. And your cards are raining in again. Yeah. Because towards the end, it's like you get the big set piece at the start with the kids hiding mm. under the van, and then towards the end of the film, people just like die for no reason. It's like mm. they get yeah. sucked down into the snow. Yeah, they? and it's like you know you had good set pieces for some of them, and then mm. these are and because doesn't who is it? Uh, Auntie Dorothy just I like just jumps out. She just jumps out the window, doesn't she? Or she, she just, gets pulled back. Yeah. 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 I like the way she goes. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know whether she. It's like it's not a death scene, is it? No. None of them actually die though. Yeah. You don't see anyone die, I don't think. 
Well, the kid gets eaten. Well, yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't. He's insane. As well, the stomach of the thing. Well, isn't that that's a problem in itself? You know. I think it's deliberately doesn't show people dying, mm. but I don't know if that was for ratings or yeah. Yeah. for ambiguity. Yeah, because at the end of the day, the final twist. Because I did, I liked the final twist. That was you have that made me feel sick. I said that tonight. I went, oh, snow globe. And yeah, it, globe. it did make me feel sick. Because it's double twist. It's got the crappy, crappy like it's all a dream twist. Yeah, but then obviously it does the second twist, but it's not just a, like a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my, the bit I really do appreciate about that twist is the bit where he, he gets the present and then all the memories start flooding back to people and they all, they all kind of all hug with like a family, but they kind of awkwardly look at each other as yeah. they're remembering mm. and they realise that all of that had happened. And there's kind of like creepy moments there mm. as they realise, which I thought was really effective. Yeah. And they'll never escape Christmas. Yeah. I liked all of the. Uh, I, I thought all the child actors were, were stronger than the adults. Mm. I thought that I was saying like the emotional responses of the adults were really strained. They were quite stilted. Mm. Like no one um, cared enough. No one cared. Like yeah. um, when Beth disappears, she'll be fine. It was like yeah. they weren't. They were. They weren't going insane about it, which it was. And then when the little when the little fat kid gets sucked up the chimney, the yeah. mum and dad are like traumatized like straight away. But then. Yeah. Just forget about like it. They're just like they're just carrying on with everything. Mm. Yeah. So I thought that was all a bit weird. I think I think this I think the writing wasn't good enough. I think the the, the, the script probably needs more work. It had more promise than what mm. I actually fulfilled. But the kids were really good. I by the way, that DHL man that had to drop off the presents, I would hate his fucking job. <laughs> that snowstorm, there is no way in hell I would be going to work. I'd be like, no. It started with the wind. cold winter night, much like this. It was almost Christmas, but this Christmas was darker, less cheerful. But I still believed in Santa, in magic and miracles, and the hope that we could find joy again. But our village had given up on miracles and on each other. They had forgotten the spirit of Christmas, the sacrifice of giving. And my family was no different. I tried to help them to believe again, but we were no longer the loving family I remembered. They too had given up, and eventually, so did I. And for the first time, I didn't wish for a miracle. I wished for them to go away. I wish I would come to regret. And that night, in the darkness of a howling blizzard, I got my wish. I knew St. Nicholas was not coming this year. Instead, it was a much darker, more ancient spirit. The shadow of St. Nicholas. It was Krampus. And as he had for thousands of years, Krampus came not to reward, but to punish. Punish! 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 So yeah, I, I think I liked its potential. I liked yeah. the ideas. It was it was just uh, it was a good idea, but I like the whole Krampus thing. Wasn't yeah. executed. I yeah. do think, like, I don't think it's a good horror film, but I do enjoy the film, and it's something that I'd watch. Like I did watch this morning with you, and it's something that I could watch with my family yeah. at Christmas. Like that's yeah. accessible. To other people, and it's funny. You wouldn't watch Silent Night, Deadly Night. No, strangely, no. No, oh. 
Yeah, I watched that in my room with the door of family shop. <laughs> and a bottle of lube. <laughs> bottle of baby oil. <laughs> Tangerine on a bolt. <laughs> oh, it's all coming out. So, so, yeah, saying a lot about us, isn't it? You say, you say tissues, he says lube. I say baby oil. And he says... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you all know what we want for Christmas. <laughs> There's our stocking fillers. Uh, <laughs> we'll put out addresses on the bottom. <laughs> Interestingly enough, about Krampus, we were talking before, um, Inside Number 9 has got a Christmas special coming out at Christmas. I don't know when it's actually on, but um, that's based around the Krampus myth as well. So that sounds really interesting. So we'll be looking out for that. So what horror films do you like to watch at Christmas? Is it just films? One thing we haven't talked about, which um, we could probably say even talk about next year, which my, my new Christmas tradition for the last couple of years is the old BBC Ghost Stories for Christmas mm. from the seventies, which is all based mm. mainly based on M.R. James stories. I think the facts showing a few of them, aren't they? Yeah, facts mm. are showing them on, on my birthday. Actually, they're doing a double bill. Mm-hmm. My birthday too. Oh, your birthday as well. Huh? I always forget the same birthday, same name. It's, it was it the was born into the curious is one of them, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, the signalman. That's it. Yeah. But they're really old. The really old. I mean, the you know, it's BBC TV drama from the seventies, so they're sort of old and creaky. Some of them are a little bit dry, and um, they're not full of giant, scary jump. You know, big jump scares mm-hmm. or anything. But if you want an old-fashioned slow burn horror, mm-hmm. some of them are only half an hour long as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what it is, the double bill of two of those episodes, isn't yeah. it, for Christmas? They're really, really creepy, so we'll be watching that on Christmas night. Yeah. So. They're very atmospheric. Some of them are, some of them are very much of their time and they don't translate, but some of them are still really good. Sigmund, Sigmund is good. Sigmund watched yeah. it last year, didn't you? Yeah. And um, there's one called um, Stalls, The Stalls of Barchester. That's really scary. Mm. And there's one... Most of them are really good. What I will say, there's one called Whistle and I'll Come to You. That's, that's on the show now. The original of that, I don't really like. Mm. And the main reason is me and my, uh, my OCD. Um, the, who's the actor who's in it? Is it Michael Horden? Yeah. Michael Horden eats really noisily. Um, <laughs> the majority of the, a majority of the film, he talks with his mouth full. It's awful. There's one scene in it that's really creepy, but other than that, I'd give it a miss, and that's actually this controversial. Watch the remake. It's William Hurt, I think. John Hurt. John Hurt. Sorry, yeah. The remake with John Hurt is actually really scary. It's, yeah, mm. it's very good. And you can get that as well. There's like a box set thing. I got that big box set with all of them in. It wasn't that expensive, and the remake is in that as well. Mm. So I really recommend those for Christmas. And also, we said in the last episode, go on YouTube and look for the Joan Collins Tales from the Crypt segment. Called, I think it's called All Through the House and that's Joan Collins Christmas Eve she's just murdered her husband she's trying to clean up the blood with a flute of champagne because <laughs> she's Joan Collins <laughs> but at the same time um, a lunatic has escaped from the local asylum dressed as Father Christmas and that's actually really scary and camp at the same time they're my Christmas recommendations anyone anyone got any? yeah Nightmare Before Christmas Christmas Eve is that your Christmas ritual? Eve ritual is definitely to watch that every single Christmas I, okay. I can just kind of watch that from, from Halloween yeah. onto Christmas yeah. from <laughs> Halloween and then onwards and then just on repeat and then everywhere and say it before it comes on screen but it's fine I do enjoy that did you watch the 3D version? yes I is that good? Just does it work? yeah it's good well I suppose it's like um, it is actually 3D isn't it, it is, it's models That's so, so yeah. it does work yeah. yeah it was really good it was effective yeah but Obviously, I just wanted to see it on the big screen because I never got to see it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. I, I think the same year years. was <laughs> that and Muppets Christmas Carol was the same year, I think, uh-huh. wasn't it? Okay. What, 1990, was it? I loved Muppets Christmas Carol. Was it 1990? 1990? later. 1991, maybe. Really? I, I will always I, I always watch Muppets Christmas Carol. It's great. I haven't watched that in a long time, actually. I have to watch that. I actually put a question out on Twitter um, a couple of days ago asking people what their Christmas horror is. So um, I got a few re- responses back. I got uh, John's Horror Corner said Gremlins. Oh, yeah. Chris Tobes replied with Saint. Does that actually know what that is? No. 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 We should know what that is. 
Bath Hornets. George the Lovebird says, Elf starring Will Ferrell. I do love that Even the thought gives me shivers. It's bad. It's so funny. Rugger Lad says, Black Christmas, Ghost Story, and Dead of Night. I only asked for one, so you're very greedy. <laughs> Punish. <laughs> and um, UK Horror Scene says, um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Black Christmas, Christmas Evil, and Santa's Slay. Mm. Oh, Santa. Is Slay spelled? Slay. Oh. Slay, bitch. So Christmas Evil and Santa's Slay, Martin is busily jotting those Scribbling. down. So that we'll check those out. Um, but thank you anyway for your input and for getting uh, for coming back to us, giving us your feedback. We need more feedback, so keep coming back and letting us know what you think of the show. Um, we will be back in the new year, bigger and better than ever. We'll be full of food. We'll be full of food. <laughs> we will literally be bigger. <laughs> we'll be bigger and fatter than ever. I'll still be skinny and pretty as well. Yeah, but we're cel- we're celebrating our first year this Christmas, so we'd like to thank you all for for your support, for listening. Again, for feeding back to us um, and we hope you're going to stick with us into 2017 because we've actually only really sc- scratched the surface yeah, yeah. scratched the horror surface um, what do you want to hear us talk about in 2017 let us know send me a tweet at Johnny Larkin email us at screamingqueens at gmail.com and uh, get us on iTunes subscribe leave a review SoundCloud and Stitcher and Podbean we're everywhere world domination <laughs> So have a bloody good Christmas and we'll see you in 2017.